Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Hope you're all keeping rightly out there in podcast land, no matter where you are. Aye, we know it's December, it's getting close to the holidays and all of that. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode, actually, where we give you our Christmas list, basically. And, uh, yeah, believe it or not, that list actually makes it into the piping news this week. It's not our fault. Well, it kind of is, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that as the rest of the podcast progresses. But let's get through the domestics, shall we? If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming each and every week. We talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. Yes, indeed. And, uh, yeah, like every other podcast out there, yeah, we have our Patreon. And uh, if you would like to help support the show, then you can. You can go over there to Patreon, click on support, and you guys can get your hands on loads of extra content that never see the light of day anywhere else. There's a lot of exclusive Patreon stuff back there, including our weekly catch-up of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, which is really quite fun. Uh, You guys have really been enjoying that this last while. Because our tune selection over there has been amazing. We've spent quite a lot of time actually put together our playlist each week. So a lot of good tracks on there. And uh, yeah, a lot of new music and stuff. So a lot to consider. If you do want to go and catch up on all of those previous episodes from Fuse, then go and have a listen. Uh, so yeah, click on support and be part of the Patreon football. Also, by way of a shameless plug, I do have to mention to everyone out there who's considering buying Christmas gifts and stuff, then please, if you are going to be buying a copy of the book, Finding Bagpipe Freedom, then please use our promo code because you'll save money. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love being able to get people discounted rates on stuff. So, yeah, we do have an ongoing promotion with the guys there, with Andrew Douglas and Camille Late, of course. If you do want to buy a copy of Finding Bagpipe Freedom, then Google it, type it into your search engine, you'll find the website and everything, but use our promo code BIGRAB. All one word, BIGRAB. When you're at the checkout, it asks you, do you have a code? Just say yes. Type in Big Rab and boom, you get money knocked off just by listening to the podcast. What's not to love about that? So there you go. Be sure to use our promo code for Finding Bagpipe Freedom, that incredible book. I do know a lot of people actually following last week's show uh, will be picking up a copy of that uh, for the holidays. So definitely use our promo code. Save some money and uh, yeah, just, just by listening to the podcast. What's not to love? There you go. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to get into the podcast at this point, enough of the promotions and stuff, uh, but yeah, I have to say, last week's episode was really quite popular, a load of people got in contact with us, uh, uh, well let's get into the first segment actually, your listener mail, uh, we got a lot of great emails from people saying that, you know, the last week's episode really did help them with their Christmas shopping, and a lot of you guys went out there and purchased products that we mentioned on the show last week, uh, so in fact, some people actually went out and bought drums, so whew, that's quite a big purchase, and uh, but hey, there you go. 
<laughs> Thank you to everyone uh, who mentioned uh, about last week's pod. And if you haven't yet had a listen to it, that, then please do. It's one that we do every year and we put together. We spend a bit of time actually on it. The Rab Show team, we all kind of put together our wish list. And uh, yeah, I know it's a hashtag list show, but it's been a while since we've done a list show. So it's, yeah, there you go. It seemed to be very popular. You guys really seem to love it. So if you haven't caught it yet... Please go back, go and have a listen to it. Yeah, it's really quite an awesome episode. We spent a bit of time on that one. Alrighty. Well, other than that, listener mail was all very complimentary, all talking about last week's episode. But uh, other than that, we didn't receive anything else, really. Unfortunately, I have to be honest, we did receive a weekly drone. Yes, now again, completely anonymous source, so we've no idea who it is. But, yeah, we'll talk more about the status of Weekly Drone at the moment. We did mention it last week that our voice of Weekly Drone, Aaron McElwain, is leaving us. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about Weekly Drone in a second or two. But, yeah, for those of you who are sending in Weekly Drones, then, yeah, you can keep them coming, but they won't be broadcast for a little while, and we'll tell you the reasons why. Now, as far as listener mail is concerned, uh, I myself actually received some actual... Proper, proper snail mail, if you, if you want. I actually received some mail uh, from good listener, a good friend of the show, Andrew O'Sullivan, uh, who managed to send me a gift in the mail. Uh, for those of you who are fans of the pod for quite a while, uh, you would know that Andrew O'Sullivan composed a tune for me, personally. Uh, it was a 68 March called Rob Lennox of Mara Felt. And absolutely awesome. <laughs> I was kind of blown away whenever he did this. And uh, yeah, I was so flattered. And the tune itself was fantastic. We did have it on a previous episode. So yeah, quite an awesome tune. So Andrew managed to uh, send me a, uh, a copy of the tune in a, a nice frame and everything. So I have it hung on my wall here now. Rob Lennox of Marafelt. So it's really awesome. So thank you, Andrew, for sending that in, man. I really appreciate that, indeed. So, other than that, for listener mail, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, lots of complimentary emails, like I said, and some snail mail for by as well. So, yeah, please do. If you do want to contact us, then our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. Very simple. I'm sure you guys have all memorized it now. Bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. That's our email address. Alrighty. Well, guys, you guessed it. It's this point in the show where each and every week, yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Opportunity. Yes, this week's word of the week is opportunity, because we do think that, yes, we know, we're in the depth of December, in the winter months, uh, but yeah, we do think this is quite an opportunistic time where all of us could take the opportunity and rebuild our piping scene. Now, I do know that's possibly the last thing in our minds right now, when you know, we're trying to get Christmas trees put up and turkeys bought and presents put under the tree. But um, yeah, we genuinely do think that there is a golden opportunity out there for everyone to pick up the instrument again, or even for the first time, for that matter. There's quite a lot of news stories out there of bands offering free tuition services and stuff, and uh, we'll get into that, of course, in the news segment. Uh, but yeah, there hasn't been a better time to get involved in the piping scene. Like I said in previous episodes, there is a tangible excitement 
around the piping world at the moment and everyone is just itching to get back onto the grass. Yes, we know in recent weeks we've had news about various different COVID variants. They call it Omicron or it sounds like a transformer, doesn't it? (laughs) Omicron or whatever you call it. I can't even pronounce it properly. But yeah, they're having all sorts of scary news in the media and such. Um, Yeah, we are seeing various restrictions being brought back in here, especially in the UK, uh, where the government and health services and all the rest are particularly nervous about this new variant and everything. So... Yeah, I guess it may have an effect on our piping scene, but we don't know. For now, what we're doing is we're building for next year. And like I said, there hasn't been a better opportunity to get involved. If you've been sitting on the fence for this last while saying to yourself, I'll not bother, I'll just watch everyone else, then no. Get off that fence, lift that practice chanter, or those pair of sticks for that matter. And yeah, take advantage of this opportunity, I suppose, (laughs) our word of the week. And uh, yeah, who knows, you might be on the grass next season, you know, playing tunes with the rest of us. There you are. So yeah, quite an interesting time to get involved in the piping scene. And that's our word of the week, opportunity. Now, also, our word of the week feeds into our next segment, Weekly Drone, because we have an opportunity there. Yay! See the way we did that? Yeah, we have an opportunity for you guys to be the next voice of our weekly drone. Like I mentioned at the start of the show there, just a minute or two ago, uh, that we don't have any more weekly drones on the show because our voice of the weekly drone, Aaron McElwain, has now left the Big Rab Show team. So, as we talked about it all in last week's podcast, Aaron is now the press officer for the Northern Ireland branch of the RSPBA, and... As a result, he's now no longer part of the Rab Show team because that's a clear conflict of interest. So, that being said, we now no longer have a voice for our weekly drone and we have opened the doors for you guys. If you want to be our next voice of the weekly drone, then all you have to do is send us in your audition. Now, this is very clear. Our email address... Like I just said, bigrabshow at gmail.com and you have to title your email weekly drone all right and then it will definitely be clear to us and then attach your audition now i have to stress there has to be an audition sent to us like any other band i suppose if you're in the top flight they always audition any players perspective players that want to play with that band to make sure that they can play a hornpipe jig or reel then in our case yeah in the big rab show podcast we want to make sure that you can get through a story without ums, as scratching yourself or burping half, or sneezing halfway through, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, please do. If you do want to be our next voice of Weekly Drone, then, yeah, consider recording us a little demo. We would love to hear your voice. And even if you just make up a story or something, you know, make up your own Weekly Drone complaining about something and then email it in to us. BigRabShow at gmail.com and title your email Weekly Drone. And yeah, the audition process will run from, well, just from last week, actually, when we opened the doors all the way through till the end of January when we will notify the eventual winner. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show team will be, yeah, delving through all of the auditions that are sent in to us. And yeah, we'll judge each one in turn on its merits and yeah we'll award whoever our next voice of weekly drone will be so if you've ever wanted to be a part of the big rab show pod and possibly on every single episode reading out weekly drones well now is your chance so yeah if you want your voice as part of our podcast then again 
our word of the week is opportunity. Grab it with both hands. Record a little audition. It doesn't have to be fancy with editing and transitions and stuff. Just just simply your voice. Or you can. You can go to town. Make it your own. You know, have at it. But either way, send your auditions to us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, who knows? You could be the next voice of Weekly Drone. Indeed. Now, I'm not going to put the cat amongst the pigeons right now, but we've already received some interest from folks out there listening to the pod. Not going to name names here, but there has already been some hats thrown into the ring. So, yeah, if you do want to be a part of things, then uh, don't dilly-dally. You know, get on that horse and jump the fence, boy. There you go. <laughs> All right. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Okay, now I have to give a, a good mention, actually, to a good friend of ours here on the Big Rab Show podcast. You guys may be aware of another piping-based podcast called Droning On. Now, myself, yes, me, Big Rab, I was actually on an episode of the Droning On podcast with Jim Moyer. And uh, honestly, had the best time. It was a, such a great podcast. And yeah, for those piping fans out there, if you do like long-form conversations with folks in the piping scene, then this is definitely one to catch. Quite an interesting podcast there. Well, James actually contacted us here on the Big Rab Show team uh, because he was... He's in the process of doing something really quite interesting this holiday season. So, yeah, James actually sent us a bit of a voicemail to explain what he's up to. Hello, friends. A few years ago, my sister-in-law was adopted from Ghana. She has Down syndrome, and my in-laws couldn't bear to leave other underprivileged children, especially those who are differently abled, without trying to do something to help them. That's why they started Nurturing Nations, a charity that rescues children from poverty, human trafficking, and the like, and provides them with food, shelter, medical attention, and education. Rescuing these children while improving cultural norms regarding the treatment of children born with disabilities is a difficult task, but it's very much worthwhile. At present, we have some large donors who are matching all funds raised through the end of the year. Nurturing Nations is an all-volunteer organization, so none of the money donated or raised ever gets siphoned off to pay salaries, etc. Every little bit goes to help the kids in Ghana. Now, the tie-in for the piping folk is that at Heritage Bagpipes, we've been recording some small pipe tunes largely based off of some excellent collections by Timothy Cummings. All the money raised from these albums and singles is going straight to Nurturing Nations. And through the end of the year, I'm donating the processing fees charged by Bandcamp and other music streaming and retail companies. So if you want to help with this worthy cause and get some bagpipe music out of it as well, hop onto Bandcamp and look up Heritage Bagpipes. Spend what you like on the albums and tracks there, and all the money that you spend is going to be doubled and then sent to help these kids in Ghana. To make the point a second time, here's an example. You spend 10 bucks, dollars, quid, pounds, toonies, or what have you on an album. Then I cover the processing fees, and our big donors double the money. And then these kids in Ghana get 20 bucks. And that money goes a long way in these children's lives. Nurturing Nations is able to provide food, clothing, shelter, medical attention, and school tuition for a child for a full month on just 30 American dollars. So do some good, see that good doubled, and get yourself some tunes to add to your listening library this holiday season as well. For more information... Just go to heritagebagpipes.com slash charity. Thanks. There you go. So that was Jim from the Droning On podcast and from Heritage Bagpipes. Now, that was a lot of information crammed in a very small space. So I would recommend, actually, you go and listen to the Droning On podcast, where the latest episode actually talks about this uh, charity fundraising effort. Uh, so... Yeah, I have to say, now is the season of giving and all the rest. And even ourselves in the Big Rab Show, you know, as soon as we got this voicemail, we went straight over to heritagebackpipes.com forward slash charity. And uh, yeah, went straight on to Bandcamp and bought 
every bit of music that was on there. And if anything, the music that's there is really quite incredible. A lot of great small pipe tunes and stuff that no doubt we will be playing on our radio show on Fuse, actually. A lot of great tunes. So, yeah, why not add to your music collection and... uh, yeah, you can help donate, you know, to quite an incredible charity there, Nurturing Nations. So, like I said, go and check out the website there, as heard from Jim, heritagebagpipes.com forward slash charity. And, uh, yeah, help raise some much needed funds this holiday season. And, uh, like Jim said, you know, if you spend 10 bucks, then it'll get doubled to 20. So, why not? You know, now's the time, I suppose. So, yeah, go and check it out, heritagebagpipes.com forward slash charity. And, uh, yeah, let's do some good this holiday season, I suppose. Yeah, there you are. So, there you go. If you do want more information on that, of course, and the information that was crammed into that little voicemail there was too much, like I said, either contact ourselves on the Big Rab Show or you can listen to the Droning On podcast for more info. There you are. Okay, let's move on. Speaking of charity fundraising and everything there with Nurturing Nations, I have to obviously mention the Kids with Cancer charity night that's coming up next year. This event is absolutely huge and I cannot stress to you just how exciting it is to see it return back to an in-person event. It's heading back to the Royal Hotel in Cookstown and yeah, I think I might have mentioned it at least a dozen times by now. But possibly the biggest act on the roster, Shots and Dykehead, are actually making an appearance at this. Oh my god! Yeah, so it was all I could do then to organise an interview with Emmett Conway, Andrew Lawson and Gary Smith himself, the organiser of the event, just to hear about the palpable excitement about Shots coming over to this event. So, let's introduce to the podcast at this point, Emmett Conway, Andrew Lawson and Gary Smith. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, good, thanks. Now, the reason we have you on the show this week is for a very good reason. A few weeks ago, actually, we announced the lineup for the Kids with Cancer charity event and the exciting announcement that shots are coming to Northern Iron. You! <laughs> I have to say that, yeah, this is fantastic. So what kind of prompted the decision, Emmett, to bring shots to this event in the first place? Hey, well, Gary got in touch um, a couple of months back and straight away it wasn't really any hesitation he just needed to kind of talk it over Andrew make sure availability was there we're, we're always going to do it we're going to jump the chance of support the actual charity event and you know what it gives us something to work towards early on uh, for 2022 especially with the, the past two years just been um, nothing happening mm. so it's, it's gave us all a bit of a push to get things going for like I say well late February early early in the season so when, when, when Gary I got in touch. It was just a case of making sure the stars align, and well, we jumped at the opportunity. Rob, we're looking forward to it. There you go. So, Andrew, I have to ask you then. Uh, Shots obviously left the grass in 2019 with a bit of a buzz. You guys were playing pretty well, and we're heading into 2020, you know, with a head of steam. But now we've had two years of nothing. Like Emmett says, this is mm-hmm. kind of the first opportunity for the band to have a bit of an outing and shock us all again, I suppose. <laughs> well, maybe hopefully yeah <laughs> i hope so but no i mean like emmett said it's it's something to work towards while supporting a great great charity so we're really kind of looking forward to that and obviously getting back out on the grass again come summertime so no it's good timing for all of it well, that's it and how have preparations been going over this past month or two now that restrictions have lifted emmett have the band got together yet 
Oh, we're, we're flat to the man at the minute. We, we go back in September. Uh, we just kind of phase back into um, once a week. Um, the papers on, on, a, on a, a Tuesday night and the drummers on Thursday. Um, just with, with not having no real clarification around what we could and could not do, we just kind of took precautions. The man, he was in the hall, you know, ventilation. We've, yeah. we've actually talked our own extreme measures to make sure that we're you know, with our abiding by and keeping everyone safe, really, more than anything, you know, put the rules aside. It is about keeping everyone in the family safe. And we, we, you know, we, so we started back in September, um, kind of once a week for the month, and then back at it mid October, twice, twice a week. And like I say, we're, we're, we're at full pelt at the minute, we're, we're ready to go. So we're certainly in a good position. It's it's always unknown. The reason why we kind of got back straight into it was not knowing what was around the corner with, with um, restrictions or things were going to you know happen in December. You know, yeah. All of a sudden, January, February, or call. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we're just on top of the pulse all the time um, and keep things going. So things are in a good position. New music going, a lot of new players in, and, and both ends. And like I say, we're just kind of praying that there's things improve with the actual COVID scenario and we get out and get on the green. Oh, exactly. That's what it's about. So, Gary, I have to ask you then, this is all your fault then. You were pestering per Emmett with phone calls. Is that the crack? That's, that's, that's what the height of it, yeah. I'm sorry. So for folks at home then who might be interested in getting tickets for this event, Gary, can you tell folks then where they can go and grab tickets for this? Basically, contact myself, the same as what it had been this last few years. Uh, we were hoping to have maybe a, an app kind of sorted, but it hasn't really, hasn't really materialised. And to be honest, there's, there's so many people who, who have already asked and have already booked their seats. That's oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a real good uptake. Now, obviously, December and probably the first two weeks in January, it will slow down. Mm. Um, it always does but again once the pay start to come back and again um, we bit more advertising coming near the, the time for the concert like mm-hmm. the, ticket sales, the ticket sales will, will take off again you know but it's been, it's been good so far it's been really good so just like just text me or send me a message on, on messenger um, and that's that's only two ways basically we really want to try and do this because um, there's sometimes people leave voice messages and you're checking the emails and you're checking <laughs> it's so so easy to miss somebody and then yeah. somebody has maybe oh I, I want two tickets and then all of a sudden I didn't get the message or, or something so if you just send a text or contact me a messenger um, yeah. be, you know, just, we'll just put, put, put you down on the list and pay your money into PayPal and away we go that's it well indeed I have to say is what you can also contact us on the Big Rab Show and we'll certainly try and get you sorted with tickets and stuff and uh, there may well be a little announcement around January time early February about further Big Rab Show involvement with cameras and microphones and all sorts of stuff We'll talk more about that in another month or two. Uh, but first of all, can we talk about the lineup, Gary, here? Obviously, one of the huge attractions is shots coming over. And looking at my research here, uh, I think this was around mid-90s, I think, was the last time we've seen shots in Northern Ireland. I could be wrong. and I probably am wrong. I'll, I can see the angry emails coming in now. Um, but, Emma, is this something that's, you know, obviously being a Northern Irishman, this is quite special, you know, bringing shots over back home? Uh, very much so. I think my, my father kind of summed it up um, three or four weeks ago. He was chuffed. He was chuffed, obviously, that the band was playing out. He says, who would have thought, uh, you know, 
young lad who threw Balne Bridge 14 or 15 over in New Zealand and stay living in Glasgow and I'm taking over you know 16 time world champion shots and then bring him back to Cookstown 10 minutes from home there you go uh, so it is a big deal it's a big deal I've spent many nights in the, the Royal Hotel myself and mm-hmm. uh, having a few few drinks and quality <laughs> and whatnot. so it, it's, it's definitely for me it's it's a Exciting and it is. I kind of it's he, he put it he put it well the way he said it and I thought I hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, it'll be a special homecoming for sure, and I dare say the home crowd will welcome you for sure. Yeah. So Andrew, being a drummer like myself, I'm sure you've seen the lineup and the return of that field marshal drum corps from you know the Gordon Parks era. Are you excited to see those guys? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing seeing the whole show. It looks like a really great lineup and. Um, no, it'll be fun. I remember hearing that. I don't think I heard that fanfare live, but I definitely, my dad and I had many, many an album and I, I always chose out the fanfares and stuff. So I do remember it. See, that's it. And I was thinking the same. I've never heard it live. You know, I've heard like, you know, recordings of it and stuff, but never yeah. actually seen it. So no, I'm really looking forward to that. So can I ask them, will we expect any sort of fireworks from shots? Will any big material, you know, any new tunes and stuff that we haven't heard coming to the concert, Emmett? Yes, is um, well. There's most of the competition repertoire is is new. Well, a lot of it is over over probably sixty percent of it is. Hmm. Um, and then, like I say, with the transition of me coming in after Ryan in, in two thousand eighteen, it was I needed to be careful not to just change everything. So it was right. gradually phasing in different sets and different sets of six eights and that. So basically, from what you heard in two thousand nineteen, probably a good. 70-80% of including the tune-up tunes is all, all changed mm-hmm. and then we're putting together a couple of just um, sets for the concert and um, just like I say a bit of, bit of fun I'm going to spring a lot of things on to Andrew that is, we haven't really discussed but here we go Andrew <laughs> no, um, most, most of it like I say is, is just finishing touches um, we're actually looking at also so we're going to bring about a, a mini band of 20 over um, and that's going to include, I think, um, one of a young fella in the guitar and uh, the boron at some stage, just a couple of joining a couple of sets. Oh, and brilliant, yeah. I want to keep it, you know, as casual and as fun as possible. At the end of the day, it's about entertaining. And although we're, we're taking it really serious, it has to be entertaining and a bit of fun and, you know, let the hair down a bit. So and we're really looking forward to it. Um, to say, well, well, things are going well and then some side of things and, like I say, it's just trying to, at this stage, up to Christmas, everybody just needs a couple of weeks rest and then back in January before you know it, it'll be the in the Royal Hotel. That's it indeed, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it has to be fun because, Gary, I think that's the kind of feeling with the kids with Cancer Charity Night is that it's just a big pre-season gathering of everyone. And because we haven't been able to have it this past couple of years, I dare say this is going to be one heck of a party, man. <laughs> Well, that's, that's it. The, whenever we, we started this at the very start, you know, it was kind of, um, I wanted to get, get put out that it's a chilled out, relaxed night. We're there, as you say, like a, a pre-season knees up um, to, just to raise money for, for the kids and the, and the families, you know. So that's that's something which obviously with that been in the hotel and the bar and all be open and like people people land there early days, you know, to get, to, to get a meal and all before it. Mm-hmm. You know, the concert, you know, like it's twenty pound a ticket. What's what's twenty pound like this day and age? You know, and you're getting four or five hours, brilliant entertainment. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever you have, one of the, 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 if not the most famous band in the world coming across, you know, for the first time in, in 30 odd years or whatever it is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, it's certainly going to be something, something different. And like at the end of the day, you know, we've had Field Marshall, we've had St. Lawrence, um, and both bands did a brilliant job and, and always are keen to support either a drum core wise or solo performances. Mm-hmm. You know, so like whenever we were sitting chatting in the house, you know, and just talking about shots, you know, obviously Emmett, 10 minutes up the road, I just thought to myself, well, local boy done good. <laughs> past it, you know, and as well, I spoke to Andrew every year, and there's always something comes across, you know, not just a matter of a wee CD or something, there's always a good package comes across from shots every year, and they always support the concert, yeah. you know, so things like that, there you just think to yourself, no. This could be this could be a big draw. There's no doubt about it, and I'm I'm sure it'll be an hour an hour sellout, enjoyable night. And, oh, for sure. And, and morning. That's it, and I'm looking forward to the after party as well, which is the stuff of legends. You know, yeah, <laughs> it can be messy. Seems <laughs> to be seems to be something which now even McDonald's gets in on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yep. Some uh, 3 a.m. chicken nuggets might be ordered. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so, lads, thank you so much for chatting to us on the pod this week. It's going to be so exciting seeing you guys on stage here. I really cannot wait for it. And uh, yeah, I'll hopefully all see you on February. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, there you have it. Quite an exciting event coming up next year. I dare say we'll hear more about it as it gets ever closer. And uh, yeah, for more information on ticket sales and all of that, then please do contact Gary Smith directly through social media, or even you can contact ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, and we'll do what we can to sort you out with tickets. As you can hear there, tickets are already starting to fly out the door for this one, and we have absolutely no doubt at all that this will be a sellout. The place will be absolutely ram-packed. So don't do like most people do and wait until the very last second and then try to get tickets and find that they're all sold out. Go and grab them now, ahead of time, and then you have it safe in the knowledge that you're guaranteed a seat for this awesome event and help raise some much-needed funds for the Children's Cancer Unit and there in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. There you are. So, there you go. I doubt, yeah, we will be hearing a lot more about this as it gets closer to February. You guys are going to be sick of hearing me talking about it. But anyway, let's move on, shall we? Now... I have to give a little bit of a plug this week, of course, wouldn't be like me, uh, to Lone Star Piper, actually. Good friend over there, Jeremy. Jeremy Downs, of course, at Lone Star Piper, has started a brand new venture on his website, actually, that's really proven very popular with the piping folk, I have to say. He is doing a bit of piping news blogging over there. And some of the blogs and opinion pieces and stuff that's been published over there in Lone Star has been, yeah, incredibly popular. And for good reason, some topics are really quite interesting to read. Now, Jeremy reached out to ourselves in the Big Rab Show and asked us if we can put the word out because they are, yeah, actively seeking contributors. Now, if anyone out there is interested in blogging or writing in any capacity, especially about the piping scene, then, yeah, Jeremy wants to hear from you. So if you are interested in possibly lifting the pen or possibly in modern day cases slapping a keyboard about and uh, yeah hopefully coming up with a pretty interesting story or blog then please do contact jeremy at lone star piper you can go and check out the website of course there's contact details there 
Uh, but of course, he's also contactable through social media and whatnot. So yeah, you can get a hold of Jeremy uh, and Lone Star Piper if you want to be a part of their blogging team, I suppose. So yeah, I would urge you, go over there to LoneStarPiper.com uh, and check out their blog section. It really is quite an interesting read. There's a lot of great stories on there. And uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting an interesting project there for sure. So go and check that out. Lone Star Piper, their brand new blog, their piping news blog. And they are looking for contributors. There you are. So I managed to get a decent good plug in for that. There you are. <laughs> Speaking of plugs, by the way, I have to mention Tartan Tunes. Oh, now, I sung the praises of Tartan Tunes last week on the show because they had an upcoming episode with Fred Morrison. Did you guys catch it? Oh my God. It was amazing. It- <laughs> It was so good, and I have to give full props to the guys at Tartan Tunes, to Peter and Davey. It was a brilliant show, especially for Fred Morrison fans. I just lapped it up. It was simply fantastic. So if you haven't watched it yet, by the way, go back. It's available now up there on their social media on uh, everywhere. It's on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, where they can put a video that's there. So, yeah, go and have a look. Tartan Tunes and their Fred Morrison interview. And their whole show just last week from Sunday past there was just amazing. So there you are. A shameless plug again for Tartan Tunes, but well worth it. Definitely go and have a look, watch at that. All right. Now, Tartan Tunes were mentioned, or sorry, nominated for a Scots Trad Music Award. Now, this past weekend was the Trads, as they're commonly known. Uh, so, yeah, the Scots Trad Music Awards happened on the weekend and it were all live streamed online and you could have tuned in and watched the entire thing live. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think Tartan Tunes managed to pick up a title at the Trad Awards. So, commiserations, guys. But for us in the piping scene, we did have some quite good representation at the Trads this year. Uh, shout out goes to Craig Moorhead, actually, uh, from Strathallan School. He won Tutor of the Year at the Scots Trad Awards. And looking at the photographs and the reaction and stuff from Craig... He looks to be a little bit chuffed. Uh, he had a massive smile from ear to ear for winning Tutor of the Year. So fantastic and result there for Craig. And well done. Um, yeah, we've had Craig on the show before. And who knows, we may well have to get him back on again to talk about winning this award and everything. So absolutely fantastic result for Craig. And well done, Tutor of the Year at the Scotch Trad Awards this year. Now also, I have to say for Piping fans, uh, the event of the year this year went to Celtic Connections. Yeah, now that was quite an interesting turn there. I I didn't expect it to go to Celtic Connections, uh, but hey, there you go. Celtic Connections is a huge international festival held every year. And uh, yeah, this past year it actually went to, for them, for the Scotch Trad Awards. So there you are, event of the year for Celtic Connections. Now also for piping fans, Alan McDonald. You guys will be very aware of who Alan McDonald is. Well, yes, he was honoured at the Trad Awards. He received the Hamish Henderson Services to Traditional Music Award at the Scots Trad Music Awards, which is kind of like a Lifetime Achievement Award. The director of piping at the National Piping Centre, Finlay MacDonald, actually presented him with the award on the night. And it was all very an emotional affair. And, uh, yeah, I have to give full props to Alan MacDonald, who received such an award, which is quite a prestigious thing in the trad scene here in the UK. So congratulations to Alan MacDonald and his Hamish Henderson services to trad music 
uh, yeah, well deserved. Now, for those of you who don't know who Alan McDonald is, then it's a very quick Google search away. But uh, he is a former lecturer at the Scottish Music Course at the Conservatoire, as it's known now, or the Royal Scottish Academy for Music and Drama, as given its old title. Uh, but he's kind of been he's involved in the world of Gaelic culture, and he's been instrumental in developing or talking about the link between Kilmore and uh, Gaelic song and everything. So really quite an interesting character. And uh, yeah, just Google him. You'll find more information on him and a quite clearly deserved recipient of such an award. So congratulations to Alan McDonald there. Well done. Also, I have to give a quick mention to the PPBSO. Yeah, I think and I think this past weekend, actually, they held their AGM, uh, where various people were voted back into positions uh, on their board of directors. Uh, Kevin Shan was elected as vice president. John Allen was re-elected as treasurer. Chris Bodden was elected as director at large. I don't know what that means. And Jamie Blacklock was re-elected as director at large. I don't know what that means either. Uh, but the president, I think, remains as Michael Gray. I think he's got one more year left in his term uh, until that post is back up for re-election there. So, yeah, there you are. Just to let you know that the PPBSO and their AGM all took place. And they've also unveiled their 75th anniversary logo, which will be used uh, next year. And also they revealed some of the plans that they're going to be doing to help celebrate and mark their 75th anniversary. Apparently at each PBBSO sanctioned games through the summer of 2022 they have a youth ensemble that's going to perform Amazing Grace and a bit of a drum fanfare in the final mass bands at each one of these events so that's going to be interesting to watch and see how that unfolds so yeah this is all to mark their 75th anniversary and uh, yeah this plus a load more of other things of which have yet to be revealed we dare say that there'll be a lot more uh, you know celebration and events and things like that come forth as part of the 75th anniversary so there you are a very busy AGM by all accounts but everyone all voted into the positions and now we're ready to cook for 2022 really looking forward to that indeed also Ah, another plug, no doubt. But yeah, for those of you who are interested in the piping scene in New Zealand, you'll definitely be aware that the Royal New Zealand Pipe Band Association have a brand new shiny website. Yes, similar to our own RSPBA here in the UK, who've recently got their own new shiny website, then yes, the guys in New Zealand all now have their own as well. So go to rnzpba.com. And the website's brilliant, by the way. I've, I've had a good dig around, and there's a lot of historical information on there, as well as plans for the future. You can also order copies of their new November magazine. Now, this is something I don't know other associ- associations do, that publish like a monthly magazine. This is interesting. Uh, but yeah, go and check it out. The Royal New Zealand Pipe Band Association and their brand new website. Definitely worth a dig around. Yeah, for anyone curious about the piping scene in New Zealand, this is one... Yeah, I dare say I'll still be reading through this now for a while. There's a wealth of information on here. Lots of historical stuff and future plans. Quite a cool website, indeed. All right, now, I got a little notification, actually, a while ago that uh, there may well be a bit of a YouTube premiere of uh, a film that I might be interested in. Now, this was a bit of a documentary that was filmed and released only on DVD. Now, I remember whenever this was filmed and actually put out, and I I didn't know much details about it, if I'm honest. Uh, (laughs) I honestly hadn't a clip, but full disclosure, the DVD in the movie is called Follow Me, I'm Right Behind You. Now, reading the actual 
the the back page of it, I suppose, is that following the maxim that the best way of learning is doing, pipe and shooter Barry Donaldson enters a band of beginners into the World Championships with the emphasis on participation rather than competition. There are no auditions and a little rehearsal for the pipers and drummers that converge from all over Europe to join Glasgow's College of Piping training and development band now i do remember this happening actually and this band hitting the grass at glasgow and it's interesting it is interesting there is drama in this and there's a lot of arguments and uh i'm looking forward to watching this actually because whenever it was released on dvd it was released independently and there was only so many copies available and especially us folks here we, in the UK, we just couldn't seem to get copies of it anywhere. Every now and again, you would see the odd DVD appear on eBay and that, but even at that, whenever you tried to bid on it, you just couldn't get it. So I give up in the end. But now, the creators of this movie will now be releasing it on YouTube. It's called Follow Me, I'm Right Behind You, and uh, the name of the YouTube channel is The Music Department. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we've shared out the link and everything to the premiere which will be this weekend actually in december the 11th uh so that's just on saturday so anyone interested in watching this now's your opportunity because it will be released on youtube for you to enjoy so i'm actually quite happy about that because i've been trying to get me mitts on the dvd for this now for years and now i know it's been released on youtube that's quite awesome so there you are go and check that out now, I have to mention the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Now, the reason I'm mentioning them is because, well, number one, they're awesome. But number two, I did mention that they're releasing a charity single this Christmas that they're going to be releasing to help support the Royal British Legion in their centenary year celebrations. The The tune itself is called The Heroes of St. Valerie. And like I said, it is the Red Hot Chilies, but alongside the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards. Now, last week I talked about it and everything, and I didn't have a release date. Well, this week I do. The release date for this charity single will be the 13th of December, so next week, folks. So for those fans of the Chili Pipers, or even the Dragoon Guards for that matter, why not go and purchase a charity single and help raise some money for charity? Uh, yeah, the Heroes of St. Valerie. I'm looking forward to hearing this, actually. It'll be quite an interesting collab between the Chilies, who are very modern and very rock and roll, and the Royal Scott Dragoon Guards, who are very traditional. So this will be kind of a melding of two worlds, I think. That'll be interesting to listen to. So there you are, 13th of December, in the brand new charity single, The Heroes of St. Valerie. Indeed. Oh, also, speaking of the Chilies, they're starting their Scottish tour, I suppose, on Saturday the 11th. So this, this weekend, uh, the Red Hot Chili Pipers start their Scottish tour. So for more information, rather than me give you a list of dates and venues, then go along. Check out the Chili Peppers website. Chili Peppers? Chili Pipers. Uh, the amount of times I've done that. The Chili Pipers website and check out the dates for their Scot Scotland tour. There you are. They're all up there now on the website. As far as I know, I think some dates are actually sold out as well. So... Yeah, go, there you are. Go and check that out. And if yeah, if your chosen venue is sold out, then sorry, you're out of luck. Anyway, moving on. Yes, I have to give a mention to Scottish Schools Pipes and Drums Trust. They put up a bit of an advert recently saying that they're advertising for a pipe and tutor. This will be to teach 10 pupils on a Tuesday morning for 25 quid per hour from January. The funding is secure, apparently, up until the end of the school year. And, uh, yeah, if you are interested in taking up this uh, role, then contact the Scottish Schools Pipes and Drums Trust, or the SSPDT. 
There you are. Now, for full information, you can email them your CV, which is info at sspdt.org.uk. But uh, like I said, this will just be up until the end of the school year, so around June, July time. Uh, So, yeah, it's every Tuesday morning, 25 quid an hour from January. And, uh, yeah, just email them your CV, and they'd love to hear from you. Info at sspdt.org.uk. There you are. Now, I have to mention... A little bit of a faux pas that ourselves here in the Big Rab Show managed to do. Alright, now I was talking about last week's episode and how cool it was and how popular it was and stuff. Well, I think we've had a little bit of a a whoopsie, I suppose. On our list last week, we talked about the McClellan bagpipes kilt pins. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't seem to be aware of them until we actually drew your attention to them. And then everyone went to the website and now they're sold out. (laughs) <laughs> sorry mclennan backpipes yeah these kilt pins are now gone they're absolutely sold out now for good reason these kilt pins look amazing they are so cool and uh yeah that's i don't know it is completely our fault i have apologized to the guys at mclennan uh that we put this in our christmas list and i don't think they were expecting the sheer demand that came their direction uh, but yeah, they're up, they're all sold out at this point. So shout out to McClelland, who now have no longer any more kilt pins. I do hope that they will be restocked, however, uh, because they yeah they do look awesome. So they are. <laughs> shout out to McClelland bagpipes and apologies for yeah giving your kilt pins a bit of a push last week and telling folks how awesome they are because it seemed to be everybody bought one. So there you go, they're all sold out now. So if you are going to be catching up on last week's pod, then. Yeah, the McClellan bagpipe kilt pins are no longer available. They're sold out. And that's our fault. There you are. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, not sorry, I suppose. I don't know. There you go. Anyway, I have to give a mention to Celtic Connections. Not only did they pick up a Scots Trad Awards there at the past weekend for Event of the Year, but they're also running a bit of an online promotion where you guys can win tickets to Celt Fest. Oh, What? Yeah, Celtic Connections are running, yeah, their 12 days of Celtic. And if you are interested, go along, check out their social media, and uh, you could win tickets for any of the events of of the Celtic Connections Festival. So that's all I'm really going to do is just plug it and just tell you guys to go along to their social media where they're currently giving away tickets for Celtic. Um, So, yeah, it's a bit of a giveaway that they're running just over the Christmas period called the 12 Days of Celtic. Uh, so go along to Celtic Connections and you could possibly win some free tickets. There you are. What's not to love? All right. Now, I have to give a mention, a huge shout out to the Glasgow Academy Pipe Band and to D2 Percussion, actually, online, who put up some delicious photographs. Oh, have you seen this? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to throw my notes over there. Yeah. <laughs> to get a better look at this picture. Have you seen these? These are British Drumco axial drums, a full line of snare drums, tenors and bass and oh my god. They're in cosmic purple sparkle and these drums look absolutely incredible. So, what? And also, I think it's the Spirit of 76 pipe band on Instagram have said that they've been working alongside the British Drumco and... uh, Working with the marching line with between the axial line and the, the marching drums that you get for the Marines and stuff. And there'll be a little bit of a, a, a new release or something coming. I don't know what's going on with the Spirit of 76 band. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I was told to wait. Uh, but yeah, apparently there'll be an exciting announcement soon about what their what, what this new drum will be that they're working on. Uh, but yeah, very excited for that. But yeah, shout out to the British Drum Co. and the Glasgow Academy Pipe Band. These drums look amazing. Amazing. And of course, we've shared it out there on the Big Rab Show social media. And you can go and check it out on D2 Percussion as well. These photographs just look delicious. And I can't wait, actually, to hear you know a full core of these. Like I've said before, it would just be brilliant to hear these all being played together with a band on the grass. And I really can't wait for that. So, yeah. But go and check out that photograph. That cosmic purple sparkle just looks amazing. Oh, it looks so good. Anyway, right now, of course, last week we were talking about Christmas shopping and everything. And we were telling you guys to get your Christmas gifts in. I do have to put in a little bit of a precursor. Well, the McClellan bagpipe uh Kill pins are gone, uh, but also keep in mind that there may well be limited shipping after a certain date. There is a UK postage deadline for certain companies. Uh, the bagpipeshop.co.uk at the National Piping Centre, their deadline is the 20th of December to have your goods ordered to guarantee shipment by Christmas. I think G1 have a similar kind of date as well, I think, for the 20th. Uh, for further information, of course, you can go and check all your various sources and stuff of where you want to buy your products. Uh, because they do have a cut-off date for shipping in the UK. That's just kind of started this last week. Various announcements and stuff have been coming out about postage dates. So go along for more information to your respective suppliers. And, um, yeah, just be sure of those dates and that you order before the deadline so you don't miss your opportunity to have it sent to you in the mail. There you are. All right. Now, for those of you who are possibly looking for some festive tunage this Christmas, then uh, why not check out bagpipemusic.com? Yeah, indeed. Of course, managed and maintained by Jack Lee. Jack Lee! The, yeah, the absolute legend and Glenfiddich champion for this year. Then uh, why not check out bagpipemusic.com because there's all sorts of tunes in here. Uh, Deck the Halls, uh, Away in a Manger, First Noel, Jingle Bells, Joy to the World, Little Drummer Boy. You get the gist. Loads of great Christmassy goodness on there and bagpipemusic.com. And there, of course, you get the recordings of the tunes. You also get you know the PDF of the music and everything. Yeah, there's a lot to love on there. So go along, check that out, bagpipemusic.com. Thanks to Jack Lee, who's uploaded a whole dose of Christmas tunes. I think 32 in, 32 in total. Yeah, I think that's right. 32 in total. This could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But <laughs> 32 Christmas tunes available there. I'll go and check them out, indeed. Alrighty. Now, I have to give a little brief plug to something that I am incredibly intrigued about. Peabrick is for everyone, of course, authored by Dan Nevins. Uh, I'm really excited to say that he has been working in the background on an audiobook. An audiobook! Now, I love audiobooks. I don't know about you guys, but I love podcasts, of course. I love radio, and I absolutely love audiobooks. So hearing that Dan is working on Peabrick is for everyone and converting it to an audiobook, oh my god. So I haven't got full information on this yet as to where you can get it or download it or whatever. But just to let you know, Dan put up a little bit of a teaser just yesterday actually on his social media to say that he's working on an audiobook for Peabrick is for everyone. So we will keep you posted on that and release dates and such and where you can grab it. Uh, So yeah, for anyone wanting to know where you can get it, I don't know yet. He's still working at it. But it's being recorded currently and we will let you know when, when you can get your hands on that audiobook. Because that'll be a real good one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 
So, on to our next news story. Then I have to mention this week, actually, the Vale of Athol pipe band. Now, we put out a bit of an announcement a while ago talking about their Tuition Academy project, where they were going to be offering free tuition for anybody who wants it, basically. And, uh, yeah, as a result, the Vale of Athol pipe band had a slew of people asking about this with a load of questions. And if anything... Yeah, they put out a bit of an announcement thanking everyone for all of their interest in their recent post about their tuition academy. And they've put up an FAQ, frequently asked questions by everyone to hopefully help. So, the questions and answers are as follows. I thought this was good information here, actually. Uh, the Vila Vassal said that, uh, what night are the classes on? Apparently, they're held every Tuesday evening. What, where are the classes held? Well, they're held in the Tullock Institute there in Tullock and Terrace, Tullock Terrace in Perth. Which is no easy to say in the podcast. <laughs> there you are. The next question, are there any hidden costs? No. The program is completely complimentary and free to new members. And they will provide all tuition, materials, instruments and a safe and professional environment to learn, develop and perform through the various learning stages of a band setup. There you are. Like we did mention on the pod last, well, the last time we talked about this, is that it was completely free. So there you are. No hidden costs. Uh, also got quick, quite an interesting question. Say, my son or daughter is interested, but they aren't sure whether they want to do piping or drumming. Well, the answer to that question is, well, why not come along and try both? Which is a perfect answer. So there's nothing saying that you can't come along and try. And there's absolutely no commitment. You can change instrument if you like. So there you are. So for more information, of course, and if you are interested in taking up the challenge with the Vale of Athol Pipe Band and their Tuition Academy, then contact the Academy leader, Gary Nemo, on his email, which is gary.nemo at thevale.org. Or you can check them out on their social media, of course. Their information and all of the Q&A is all up there now uh, on the Vale of Athol Pipe Band and their Tuition Academy project. So very, very cool, especially that last one there where they talked about, well, why not just come through the door Try a little bit of piping. If you don't like it, then hey, hey, there's a pair of sticks. You can try that as well. Lift those and see if you like drumming. Try a bit of piping. Whatever ticks your fancy here, there's no pressure. So that's absolutely fantastic. You know, especially if you're in the Perth area and you are interested in taking up the challenge with quite a legendary band and historic band, I suppose, being the Mighty Vale. So yeah, go and take that opportunity. That brings me full circle back to that word of the week again, doesn't it? Opportunity. Opportunity. There you are. All right, guys. Well, at this point in the show, you guessed it. Aye, and the title of this week's episode may have given it away. This week, we have quite an interesting interview to bring you, and uh, let's get into it at this point, I suppose. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA.
having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers and their corps. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Hello, this is Scott Wood. And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And that cup of tea went down an absolute treat. Uh, because the weather's freezing over here in Northern Ireland at the moment. Hey, I don't know. Wherever you are, I suppose it's December. You know what I mean? It's not going to be warm. <laughs> I suppose, well, unless you're listening down under, I suppose. Maybe it is nice and toasty down there. But up here, it's absolutely freezing. Anyway, I'm sitting out here in my garage with my coat on, and I'm doing Topic of the Week. It's that time of the week again, uh, where I had quite an interesting conversation with an author of a novel or a book, or whatever way you want to kind of approach this. It's quite an interesting creation uh, called Hector of the Glens. Hector Thompson, uh, a brand new author, I suppose, and tells quite an amusing tale. And uh, yeah, we'll get into it as part of this interview. (laughs) I'm looking forward to this one. So, welcome to the podcast this week, uh, Hector Thompson. So, welcome to the podcast, an author of quite an interesting book, if you don't mind me saying. Welcome to the show, Hector Thompson. Hector, how are you, mate? I'm fine, Rob. You're a good self. Ah, the very best, mate. Thank you. And if anything, I've been meaning to get you on the show now for a while, so it's great to be able to finally meet you. (laughs) Because uh, one thing I've got to get this apart. No, that's it. Yeah, well, technology and then availability and all sorts of craziness. It's been, yeah, it's been a long road, but it's great to finally talk to you. Now, the reason I wanted you to come on the show is because of this. For anyone watching the video at home, I'm now holding up a copy of Hector's brand new book, Hector of the Glens. And if you haven't read this yet, you can see I've actually marked a page in it. Um, This book is fantastic. And yeah, I know it sounds like a bit of a hard sell here. But Hector, do you want to tell folks just what is this? Whenever they see this on the shelf, what should they expect? Well, hopefully a really good laugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never written a book written about, uh, well, a novel about piping. And, uh, you know, it's a fantastic world, great characters, lots of passion and a huge amount of comedy in it. And then uh, I like to write and I thought you might as well write about something that you love and you're passionate about. And, and Piping something I, I love, you know, I've been with all my life, you know, and uh, I've had some great adventures with it. So I basically, the book's about my adventures, which is quite comical and hopefully a good laugh and it seems to be doing okay. 
Oh, it really is. And that's the thing that really surprised me here. I thought this was going to be quite a serious, detailed story because, you know, you. I know they say don't judge a book by its cover. But whenever I seen the cover, I thought, okay, this is quite a detailed journey story of you as a young lad and being introduced to piping and then making your way into the military and become a military piper. But it's about everything else. Does that make sense? <laughs> Funny thing is that when I was approaching publishers and agents, they liked the way I wrote, but they were worried about the subject matter, which was piping. Right. And I was saying to him, that's actually its strength because no one's written about it. It's a bit like me being uh, Wild Bill Hickok. No one's heard of the Wild West. Some great stories there. You just have to listen to them. And, and that's that's why, you know, and some of the nicest things I've had is people that don't know anything about piping or the army love the book and become interested in piping because of it, you know. Oh, wow. Really? Has that happened? Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've had quite, I got uh, Canada and America. It's doing quite well, but I, I'm not. I wasn't. I wrote it, and I wasn't really expected to do anything until next year. I was going to promote it, but it's going to grow in arms and legs by itself. So yeah, so there you go. Fantastic. So to kind of give a little bit of a brief summary, this kind of details the story from you as a very young guy, uh, a preteen, and then into your teenage years, and then your adventures of trying to get into the army, and then eventually making piping your career, and then yeah. it has all sorts of crazy friends and. Um, I don't want to give it away, but there's so many shenanigans, I suppose, the things that you get into that I don't know, man, it's just absolutely hectic. <laughs> so, and I think at the back of the book, it says that you hope that it gives you a laugh because you lived it. And a lot of these situations, are they as true as what you say they are in the book? <laughs> I would say about uh, 95% what you read in the book actually happened. Uh, wow. When I wrote it, a lot of it's dumbed down quite as well. But when I, when I first went to publish it, uh, the first time I went to get it published, it was very accurate, exact names, details, places, and then I was advised strongly against doing that. And then the other thing was some people don't want their names in books and things like that, so you have to consider that. Right. So although the, the stories are true, uh, some of the, the character, you'll notice there's no real name place in the book there's no yeah. dates and times and all the characters have had their names changed and things and a wee bit fictionalized just to, just to protect people but the stories are all genuine uh, they all happened you know <laughs> so more or less the way they happen in the book well i have to say though this is not well we're a family friendly show here in the rab show we don't swear and curse and f and blind but there's plenty of it in this book it's very gritty and uh if anything that adds to it though because that's our humor do you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's one story in particular where a guy comes in from having snuck out to see someone and he comes back and starts telling you about his sexual el- exploits and all the rest. And you guys are ripping him to bits. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so good. But I have to say, this is the bit that I've bookmarked in the book that I want to ask you about, Hector, because the person that this person was going out to see was a, was a drummer heaven forbid. And this guy was a piper. And uh, apparently there's a real animosity between pipers and drummers. It's, there, is, there is in the army, but it's more tongue-in-cheek. It's not, you know, Aye. it's uh, <laughs> the drummers get as good as they get, you know, and, and uh, you know, like, pipe majors refer to them as a windbreak, you know, and then uh, drummers it. get their back as a, 
That's just what I was going to read from the book here. I have a bookmarked here saying pipers would call drummers the windbreak as the pipe major would always position the drummers to form an effective buffer against the wind and rain. And I've experienced that. <laughs> so now it's in black and white. It's true. It happens. There you go. <laughs> I had a particular pipe major that used to do that all the time. <laughs> just for badness. Yeah. No, you're, you're on about swearing there. And it was a big thing I considered whether, because you're always better to leave it out rather than put it in. But uh, mm. the kind of regime I grew up in, there was constant swearing. And soldiers and pipers, particularly pipers in the army, don't go, oh, gosh. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> I didn't try to limit it. But at the same time, some of it makes the story a little bit of swearing. So I, Completely. It's a little bit of, you're right. It's, it, it wouldn't be you, know, you wouldn't give it to children to read. It's more an adult book. But uh, I've got an aunt uh, who doesn't swear at all or anything, and she advised me to leave it out. It's something I didn't think about, but at the end, mm. I, I thought it happened. It kind of makes the story sometimes, so I, I left it. Swearing. Yeah, honestly, Hector, I'm I'm not criticizing it at all. I think it's you know it's definitely a great addition, and this is something that's really unique and hasn't been done before. Like, you're breaking new ground here with this. I was, I know there's been a few books written, but they're mainly biographies. And this is a sort of a fictionalised biography, but there's not been, I don't think there's a pipe in the novel before. And then uh, a rather large book company, once they started getting the different stories, uh, because I originally wanted to write about my adventures in Hong Kong, what I consider to be the funniest bit, but, they were interested in how you start. Then when I thought about it, I thought, I don't know any novels that cover that. So I thought, it's as good a place as any way to start. And it stops you writing footnotes. So and then uh, the only trouble was, they were far more interested in my uh, childhood. I had quite a uh, colourful childhood, to put it mildly. Yeah. And then there was a lot <laughs> to write about. And I, it was getting me further away from what I wanted to write about. So right. can I compromise yeah. myself as a boy? And then my adventures, how I made it in the army. That's it. And honestly, Hector, what, what seems to come through all of this throughout the story is your love of piping and your passion for it. You know, that always seemed to be the guiding light for you here. You know, it was always something that you came back to. Right. I'm a piper and this is the music I love. Obviously, that's something that you've carried with you throughout your career. Is that still the case even now that you're writing? Yep. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I had, I've had everything to stop me playing the pipe. I bet yeah. you want me but before. When I was 13, I was in a very bad car accident. I was actually pronounced dead. And I had a lot of damage done to the back of my brain. Mm. And uh, when I came out of the coma about three months later, I had no memory. So I, mm. I'd forgotten how to play the pipe. So I was actually retaught them again. Uh, but I still yeah. had the love for it. And then uh, I injured my right hand or, or about uh, 32 years ago. And I thought that would be the end of piping. But I, I, you watch people like Andrew Shilladay, you know, overcoming their injuries. And I thought, well, yeah. if he can, so can I. And I, I got back into piping again about six years ago. And I, I love it just as much as I did when I was a boy. You know, I, I think it's that's one of the great things about piping and pipe bands. It's the passion. It's huge yeah. amounts of passion, commitment and love for what we do. And there's so much comedy because of that. And you meet great characters, you know. Oh, for sure. I've got friends of mine I've had since I was five or six year old, and we're still the best of pals, you know, through piping and that, you know. Mm. You're probably the same yourself. 
Oh, completely. Yeah, that's it. And I've always been saying this throughout the production of our show is that this is the piping world is a family. You know, we fight and we bicker with each other and we compete against each other, but we're all family yeah. at the end of it. You know, yeah. <laughs> we do this because we love it. Now, I remember, well, I went on Amazon then to have a look at the reviews and stuff for the book, and they're all five star reviews. Everyone seems to absolutely love this. And that's one thing you mentioned earlier about non piping fans are reading this and seeing it as a comedy novel, you know? (laughs) So I think honestly, everyone can get a little something from this. Was that the idea whenever you were writing it? I I was very, very lucky that when I started off, I had a couple of famous authors who encouraged me and I got great advice. And what he did was he said, write a single sentence what you want the book to do is you, everybody wants it to be a success. You make my book. What, write what you like to do. And I was very simple. And I put, I'd like to write a funny book that tells people about the piping and why we love it. If I can demonstrate that, I've done my job. So that's what I set out to do. And the trouble was when I started to write the book, it was, it was I, I'd never put, written a book before. So it was going to be about 400,000 words. And my publishers went, no, no, it's has to be 80,000. You can only wow. write a small bit. They yeah. want me to write just a bit as a child, and I thought, well, I'll compromise, and I'll do as a small boy till wow. I, I pass out, join my battalion. But, uh, I, I had no idea. It's got, I wasn't going to launch it till sort of next year, but it kind of grown arms and legs, and it's, it's got a big fan club with the, the Rogues Gallery and all that stuff. It's just kind of grown <laughs> arms and legs, you know? Well, that, that I was going to ask you about that, the Rogues Gallery of fans who really enjoy this story. Can you tell us about them then? Who are they? <laughs> well, it just uh, it started off actually. It was like uh, one of my sergeants, uh, a past sergeant I had in the army. He, he did a daft photo. Mm-hmm. He called it a road gallery. Then someone else did it with, on a tractor. Someone else did it riding a horse. He tend to read the book <laughs> in a daft position. I'm really shocked. And, uh, right. Once they write, they write me a little uh, re- uh, review, and then they send a picture in. So I, I post their picture basically. So. But yeah, it's it's, it's it's amazed me all over the world. It's uh, I've got China, Germany, uh, Canada, America, wow. Ireland, of course, Britain, mm-hmm. Scotland, Wales. Uh, it's all over Europe, Czechoslovakia as well, uh, Italy. So yeah, it's it's gonna it's not been promoted yet. So so hopefully it's going to do well at Christmas. I would hope. There you go. I have to say though, so yeah. By word of mouth, that's how I came across it, you know. And then, thankfully, you yeah. got me a copy in the mail, and I've been glued to it since. And it's really unlike other piping books, and that's what I want to put across here. With piping instructionals, it is what it is. You learn how to pipe. Uh, with tune yeah. books, they're tune books, and also like you get books from the Peabrook Society and stuff like that, and they're very detailed and very about the piping. But this is more of a story, you know. It's more of a novel, like you say. And a comedy novel for that. Like, there's been times here I had to set it down. I was laughing that hard. <laughs> you know? I think most, most of it is, you know, as I said, is based on my own life. And you'll never get anything funny. I don't care how good a writer are. You'll never get anything more funny or more amazing than true life. And that's where the stories come through. And the other thing as well is uh, if, if you took piping away, it would be a funny book about friendship and a lot of yeah. passion. And that's mm-hmm. what it's basically about. And uh, Piper's got its own unique comedy and hurdles, and I think that's what people like. And although a lot of people might say, "Oh, I've done that," and I don't know, it's actually written about it. So I think that's what people love. It's got it's got its own little charm. I think. 
definitely. And it's very identifiable. I'm sure there's a lot of pipers out there that would really go, yep, I've been there. <laughs> For sure. I've some, really, some great reviews and some feedback, you know, loads of professional pipers, pipe majors that are still serving in the army, ex-pipe mm. majors. A lot of ex-pipe majors I had worried about what I was going to write. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Well, hi, I have to say, Hector, thank you so much for this book, man. It's absolutely incredible. For those folks out there who haven't picked up a copy yet and the holidays are around the corner, then why not? Go to Amazon, just type it in, Hector of the Glens, and you'll not regret it. Now, I have to say, I read this and, uh, you know, I have to say I'm going to read it again because I do know that there's points because there was times that there was tears in my eyes. I was creasing trying not to laugh and wake my wife who was lying in bed next to me doing this. Um, I'm going to read it again. I know there's points in it that I've probably missed, but this isn't, this isn't it. You aren't done. This is only like the first oh, of it. Well, I was advised because they said the book's going to be long. So the, the next one is actually the main book I want you to write. That's called Mr. Oh. Hector of Leone. And that'll start that. Uh, at Christmas, I'll probably start that at Christmas. But, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, and then there's, there's another uh, publishing company around about me writing about my child adventures like through Juvenile Pipe Band, and I wrote them a, a quick sort of script about it, and then mm-hmm. they want to publish a series of books uh, on the condition there's no swearing in it. Uh, oh, so right. It's a bit like a, a, <laughs> a Juvenile Pipe Band. It's a bit like a St. Trinity's Pipe Band working their way across the country, but... Hector and Glens will be the, one of the main ones. That's, that's, I think people find that by far the funniest. I'm very proud of this little book, but I never meant to write it. It just kept getting bigger and bigger. And, and then <laughs> I was down in Southampton at the time, and then I was working in an office for the women that didn't know anything about the army. So I used to send them little stories, and they loved it. And I thought, well, if they like it, they don't know anything about the army, and they find it really funny. You know, I'm, I'm on a winner. So yeah. I went to, Oh, you definitely are onto a winner, Hector. And I have to say again, a huge thank you uh, for producing this book. It'll entertain us, I'm sure, over the next few months, for sure. So, yeah, I would recommend it to our listeners. Definitely consider picking up a copy of this. It's an experience. (laughs) That's what I'll say. Yeah. But a lot of folk, you know, they they can paint it to like Spike Milligan or Tom Sharp, you know, or McDonald. They're all all writers I like, but... uh, I've got a kind of unique style, which folk, I think people like because it's, it's very much from the heart. And uh, quite, you know, it's an anarchic humour, which people enjoy, you know. I, I loved it. I'm definitely a fan. And I'll for sure check out the next one when it drops. So be sure to keep us posted on that one then, Hector. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I have to say, well, I'll not keep you any further, but a massive thank you for joining us here on the show. And again, for people to go and grab this, then just go to Amazon or any online retailer, and I'm sure you can find Hector of the Glens. Definitely worth checking out. Hector, thanks so much for joining us. Okay, no, all. Thanks, Rob. Thank you very much. Good luck. Have a good Christmas. And you too. Ah, there you have it, Hector Thompson there. And I dare say we'll be following Hector's uh, writing career now with interest. You know, if there's more releases to be, yeah, to be received in the future, we'll definitely be keeping track of those. Uh, so, uh, yeah, do kind of... Uh, reader discretion is advised, I suppose. You know, that it's quite strong. Uh, and uh, 
and language and content and stuff, but it's so hilarious. Such a great title. And uh, yeah, I would yeah definitely recommend it, as you've just heard. Anyway, that's it, possibly, for this week's podcast. Yeah, it is, actually. Just looking at my script to make sure I've covered everything. It's been quite a busy week in the piping scene, as you can imagine. Uh, but uh, yeah, you might think we're getting close to the holidays and nothing ever happens in the piping world. But au contraire, my friend. Au contraire. And next week, you'll probably find exactly the same. We'll be back at it again next week for even more bagpiping goodness. Uh, oh, actually, there is one last thing I wanted to mention. Uh, the, my copy of Piping Times actually landed through the door, uh, through the mail, actually, just today. Where is it? Ugh. Yeah, now the reason I'm struggling is because this is quite a big publication. Yeah, I'm doing like visual jokes on a podcast. Uh, but yeah, the kind of the collection of Pipe and Times, which was recording Pipe and Life from April 2020 to October 2021. I just threw it on my desk there. It's packed. It's such a great read. And so if you are interested in picking up a copy of that, go along to the National Pipe and Centre website and definitely consider picking up a copy of it. It's quite an quite a hefty publication but some of the articles in here are incredible a lot of great opinion pieces from some of the biggest names in the piping scene definitely worth that yeah buying a copy of that for sure anyway i just wanted to get that one final plug in there i've been reading that this last well last five minutes i suppose during my cup of tea and it's it's quite interesting actually there you go so shout out to the piping times and to the national piping center for producing that that's incredible anyway so there you go that's topic of the week thank you so much to hector thompson for joining us this week and yeah talking all about his book hector of the glens and for you guys for downloading this week thank you uh, for you guys downloading this week and each and every week and don't forget to tell your friends about our wee show it's so important that you guys can kind of you know hi there's this little weird podcast over here that talks about bagpipes every week you know why not give it a shot so yeah we can introduce more people to what we do over here yeah talk about the love of our great music the great highland bagpipe and its people indeed well guys yeah, we'll be back again next week for more bagpiping goodness, of course. We'll catch you on Fuse FM for another two hours of bagpiping goodness over there. And we'll see you on Patreon as well for all the extra stuff. Indeed, exclusive interviews, performances, episodes of Rab Show Plus. There's loads of great stuff back there. So why not? Go along, click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful. All right, guys, I am out the door and we'll see you all next week on the Big Rab Show podcast. Until then, take care. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world and also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.